I V M. News Kids on the Block. We bring to you stories that top the nation's papers, fresh from the IVM and the Senate International School Desk. Hi, I'm Kavya. I'm Anya. And I'm Trivik. And welcome to this week's episode of News Kids on the Block, where we give you all the top news updates of the week. And it is our fortieth episode, guys. That is crazy. Can't believe I've spent forty consecutive weeks on a Zoom call with Kavya. It's really quite a miracle. Yeah. Anyways. For me, um, but <laughs> and I hand over to Anya to kick us off. So our first story for today, as you may recollect, last week we talked about uh, Sri Lanka, and to just sort of summarize it, Sri Lanka is currently uh, undergoing the worst economic crisis they've had in decades, where um, they've had heavy inflation, uh, and because Sri Lanka is an island, they rely very heavily on. important export so something as simple as sugar or milk powder even medication is not necessarily locally sourced so as a result of this there has been a lot of rioting people are going to sleep hungry there have been electricity cuts um all of these other things uh, and sri lanka has now uh, so so today we'll do like a follow up on what sri lanka has done so to start off sri lanka has appointed a three member advisory group to assist government officials engaging with the international monetary fund or the imf uh, this is what rajpaksa gotabaya the president uh, announced on wednesday the 6th of april uh, india has uh, delivered two fuel consignments to sri lanka in the last 24 hours so india's highest commission on this crisis hit island and then india has also supplied 36000 tons of petrol and 40000 tons of diesel um according to the high commission so essentially indian fuel has supplied about 270000 tons to sri lanka ali sabri who quit as the finance minister in sri lanka just a day before his appointment urged the government to seek a financial bailout a debt moratorium or some other means to address the ongoing crisis last week we talked about how the government has just not been able to take the right measures to help the citizens uh, so a financial bailout is essentially when a business an individual or a government provides money and resources to a failing entity so then these actions help to prevent the consequences of um, a potential downfall which could include bankruptcy and default on uh, its financial obligations a debt moratorium is a delay in the payment of debts or obligations and usually this is used to refer to acts that are put forth by the national government the sri lankan government is currently struggling to replace the finance minister after ali sabri quit and he along with a lot of other cabinet ministers actually quit so the president has sort of been forced to try to reform a working government uh lastly uh doctors and medical students in sri lanka came out on the streets protesting against the shortages of drugs alongside the economic crisis and they demand that a health emergency is declared in the country so sri lanka is really going through a lot right now and these were some updates thanks anya i will take us into the next story which is something very interesting that is um being discovered and looked into on in mars and we all know what mars feels like we all know what it looks like through research but what nasa has been able to find out thanks to the perseverance rover is now what mars sounds like and um this is all thanks to like i said the perseverance rover that has the ability to record audio 
and scientists use the data from that to calculate the speed of sound on mars and describe the structure of sound there um and the main sounds that were heard on through the rover were the sounds of wind and the noises that were made by the machine itself but on friday nasa released a statement saying that the rover found that mostly a deep silence prevails and the sound the speed of sound on mars is slower than it is on earth um an international team published a study on martian sounds in the journal nature last week uh, most of the audio the researchers investigated came from a microphone on located on the machine's head and there was another one on the base and it turns out that mars has two sound speed limits to quote nasa um on earth sounds typically travel at 767 miles per hour but on mars low pitch sounds travel at about 537 meters per hour and higher pitch sounds move at 559 meters per hour so we're finding out more and more about this planet and the different components of it with that we'll take a short break and we'll be right back on new skids on the block Welcome back to News Kids on the Block where we bring you all the top news stories of the week. Our next story has two parts to it and it's basically two things that have been in the news lately um which talk about a much beloved topic in our nation religion. Uh so the first part is basically on the 3rd of April which is the first day of Ramzan about 500 uh, men took to a bike rally waving swords and wearing orange scarves as they chanted jai shri ram at raju park in delhi which is a muslim dominated area and they did this ar- around the time of the afternoon namaz uh, near the uh, saifia uh, masjid and basically obviously this was something done to like just incite religious chaos but we often read about incidents like this during you know during ramzan or during a holy time for one religion or the other religion um it's sort of similar to like issues that we have on the border with pakistan around republic day or something like that where it's just trying to like incite a certain feeling uh, and obviously this is like so normalized to some extent of just the idea of like people running around on the streets chanting religious slogans you know regardless of the sensitivity or insensitivity of a time and in the second part of the story is so recently uh, a professor at aligarh muslim university's jawaharlal nehru uh, medical college was booked and suspended for allegedly hurting religious sentiments uh, on wednesday the 6th of april um and essentially what he was doing is he was teaching a lecture uh, under the forensic medicine department and he was talking about rape and he made a variety of references to hindu gods as examples as mythical examples of uh, what rape is and um the amu said that dr jitendra kumar who uh, is the professor it has was found to have indulged in misconduct based on prima facie evidence and um chef kidwai who is in charge of the public relations said that he has been asked to submit a reply explaining his behavior and meanwhile they have suspended him um so currently there's a lot of controversy going on about uh, what is happening and the circle officer shweta pandey said that it came to our knowledge that jawala nehru medical college assistant professor dr jitendra kumar had made a powerpoint presentation with objectionable language hurting religious sentiments um he has been issued a showcase notice by amu so this case is obviously still going on but he got suspended after dr kumar tendered an unconditional apology 
and it's evident that the ANU administration and people around have sort of obviously condemned the fact that there was content with a slide of mythical references to rape. The university has created a committee to probe the incident and this is a story that has definitely made the headlines and so we can like hear about it. If you look at the two stories in comparison, I think it says a lot about how easily religious sentiments are hurt or not hurt or ignored. Um, and I think it's just something to keep in mind for the future, especially um, because we have, of course, had so many incidents that have been like bigger, like the CAA protests or the, or the Vajodhra violence. So, um, yeah, I don't know. These were just two stories that I felt like we should address. You know, Anna, I think that like in general, religion can be something really beautiful because it can bring a community together. But where it starts to get dangerous is when people like when it can be used to hurt other communities. And I think the problem in today's world is that people feel like if you are a part of a community or a religion, you have to be against another religion or you have to two different religions or different religions cannot coexist in peace. And I think that's where um, conflict starts to arise. And that's the main root of all these problems. Um, but yeah, I agree with what you said. I'll hand it over to Trivik for the next story. Our next story for you today is about the... It's coming to you from the Premier League in England as we are nearing the end of the season. And this is the biggest game of the season. It is the title run-in between the two contenders, Manchester City and my beloved Liverpool FC. And this should be a cracker of a game. It is taking place on Sunday evening, 9pm IST. Be there. It is... I'm sure the world is going to be watching. Uh, Liverpool versus City has always produced the highest level of football in re- over the recent years. It has become the El Clasico of new. And when there is even more to play for on the line, when everything is on the line, I think this is going to be a blockbuster of a game as Liverpool are only a point behind City and a win here would completely turn the tide and send Liverpool to that first spot. Whereas if City win, it would give them a bigger gap of four points, which would mean Liverpool would have to do a lot more chasing. So I think this could be the game that fully could decide the season. And I think I'm looking forward to this game. It should be a classic. It's lining up to be just that. And I, I think everyone in the world should be tuning in and I hope you guys will be too. And with that, we will take a short break. Welcome back. You're listening to New Skids on the Block. So the next story I have for you guys is about the 64th Annual Grammy Awards that took place for 2022. And it was definitely interesting um, and had some very deserving and, in my opinion, some undeserving winners. Um, and I'll just take you guys through some of the main nominees and winners and awards for this Grammy season, I guess you can call it. Um, We'll start with one of the most important awards, which is the record of the year, which went to Silk Sonic for the record Leave the Door Open. Um, I think this won several other awards as well, but this category had many very talented nominees like Kiss Me More by Doja Cat, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, um, Features by Justin Bieber and a few more. But the winner was Leave the Road Open. The next award was Album of the Year, another one of the most important awards that is the most hyped up. And honestly, this had the most unexpected winner, I think. I don't think anyone was expecting the winner to be who it was. And it was John Batiste with his album, We Are. Because I think when you looked at the nominees for this category, which were Justice by Justin Bieber, Planet Her, Doja Cat, Sour Oliver Rodrigo, and then obviously Taylor Swift's Evermore and a few more. I think this was the 
dark horse, I guess you can call it, because I don't think anyone was expecting this. And I haven't really listened to the album, so I can't say it was an undeserving award, but I definitely um, was sad about Taylor Swift not winning. The song of the year, again, went to Leave the Door Open. Some of the nominees were Kiss Me More by Doja Cat, Peaches by Justin Bieber, Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Driver's License, um, Bad Habits by Ed Sheeran. So another great set of nominees. Best New Artist went to Olivia Rodrigo, who bagged three Grammys this year. Some other nominees were The Kid Leroy, Glass Animals, Phineas. And Olivia Rodrigo also backed the award for Best Pop Solo Performance, as well as Best Pop Vocal Album. Sour won the Best Vocal Album. And Ariana Grande was one of the nominees for that for her album positions. Billie Eilish was, um, Doja Cat was, and Justin Bieber was. I think it's really amazing what Olivia Rodrigo has managed to do with one album. Um, and it's really created a blast in the music industry. And the last award I'll tell you guys about is the best pop duo and group performance, which went to Doja Cat featuring Scissor um, for Kiss Me More. I don't know how to pronounce her name, so if I've said it wrong, forgive me. But again, this award had many great nominees. It had BTS for the song Butter, Lonely, Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco, Higher Power by Coldplay. So I think, once again, this was another um, successful and amazing Grammy Awards where we saw several deserving winners. And there were also two Indians that won Grammy Awards and I think made India really proud. One of them was Falguni Shah, who won for the best children's music album um, for her album, A Colourful World. She told in an interview, she revealed that her album used the you know, analogy of crayons in a box to converse about race and um, to spread the message of race. And another Indian who won a Grammy was Ricky Cage, who won the best new age album for his album, Divine Tides. When he went on stage to receive his Grammy, he greeted the audience with a namaste. And I think it's really, it's really cool to see Indians stepping into these worlds and stepping into these industries that are predominantly dominated by international artists and really claiming their space there. Speaking of international artists, I think Trivik has some news to share with us about one of his favorite artists. Thank you, Kavya. Time for my story. And this one is about Ed Sheeran and how he has been involved battling lawsuits recently. He's gone from the studio to the courtroom. Not literally, but he has won a Shape of You copyright case and he has slammed these baseless lawsuits. And so the case was made against his biggest, his all-time biggest hit, Shape of You, which has been has amassed 5.6 billion views on YouTube as of right now. And so he had been involved in a legal battle with grime artist Sami Chokri, who performed as Sami Switch and music producer Ross Odongo, who had argued that the hook from Shape of You had been copied from the 2015 song, Oh Why? And... Uh, so Ed Sheeran also released a statement about it on the uh, Twitter account at Ed Sheeran, the Ed Sheeran HQ for all things Ed Sheeran. And he has officially beat this lawsuit. And that is some good news as obviously Ed is an artist we all know, we all, I love. And one of the things he's respected for a lot is his artistic integrity. And it's glad to see that he's finally beaten these baseless suits. I love how Trivik is like, I'm on first name basis with Ed. But anyways, that is all we have for you guys today. We hope you enjoyed the 40th episode of News Kids on the Block. Don't forget to tune in to us every Friday for our fresh take on the news from across the globe. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. 
We'll see you next week. But till then, do share this episode with your folks. Stay safe and don't forget to do your homework.